podcast room 303 is back. I'm your host, Jamaica Lomendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Moran. And as always, we have with us EPE. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Yeah, nothing to complain about. Uh, potty training a dog sucks, but, you know, it's whatever. It only sucks if you paid money to pick up poop and pee. I, I didn't do that, so it's like I'm, I'm not upset about it. Okay, so then you're in the clear. Yeah. All right, how are you doing this evening, Nick? I mean, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I'm not good, focused man. right now. The nap is in full effect. Still Ready? got that haze? Yeah, I'm like not focused. Did you see that I didn't hit play on the theme song? There was just dead space yeah. to open yeah, it. Yeah, was, it was good. And then I said, ooh, we, and I was just like, shit, what do I say next? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you we have a podcast episode for you. Uh, this is episode 168. We'll be getting into the pop culture pick'em and the NFL wildcard review as well as covering the bets that we placed last week for the wild card. Uh, the pop culture pick itself is top five things you are looking forward to in 2023. Uh, and I, for one, am looking forward to more news out of Laverne, Tennessee. <laughs> Nick, are you familiar with what I am uh, referencing? I'm afraid not. <laughs> Eric, please enlighten our fellow cohort. Uh, so there was a, uh, there was about five or six people fired from the police department in Laverne. Oh Laverne, right? yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right, keep talking for for listeners' sake. Uh, so there was a, a couple officers fired from the police department. Uh, turns out there was one female staff or officer who was getting. As the kids refer to it as a train ran on her. No, the article the article headline was a high speed train, and that shit sent me. Dog. It's a good it said headline. multiple high speed trains on her, <laughs> and then they put the picture. It's funny because in the first video that I saw, they show her picture, and then they put the title of what happened, and then they just one by one put every dude's picture that was involved, and it just got funnier and funnier. Uh, great video. Bro, they say canine handler before the very last person is mentioned. And, like, there's this, like, weird pause on the delivery where you're like, yo, what? And then you're like, oh, you mean a person. I was legit like, yo, the canine got involved in this. <laughs> he's like, let me get a smell of that. Bro, he's just like, hey, I'm part of the team, right? <laughs> My buddy just sent a video of her riding a mechanical bull. Yes, fantastic. And and it's her in her cop outfit, right? And she's probably at some some schools like you know, fair. And it says she knows how to ride. I mean, come on. It writes itself. It writes itself, bro. High speed train sent me bro i ain't never heard of it referred to it like that but first of all like uh you got nick's gonna pull up his favorite search browser tonight and type in high speed train to see what he can find yo i i think the the funniest thing was like the husband through all this just didn't know it was going on and he has to find out nationally that his wife is just getting dickered down fucking on a nine to five yeah but he also stuck with her bro could you imagine, like, not only did you find out you got cheated on nationally, right? 
by she's not like hideous by any means but like it's you you're not riding home to mom she ain't good right. enough for you to find out nationally <laughs> That's well, yes yeah 100 percent. but then imagine you found out that she was running high speed trains while cheating on you like that means six dicks were present and out of the six not one of them was yours I did. I, I got to read this. So I did a quick Google search uh, outside of the eight names, which I'm not going to read on the podcast. But there's eight people involved in this. It says the investigation found that officers working the second shift, the night shift, were engaging in unreported sexual encounters, having sex on duty and on city owned property, committing sexual harassment by sending explicit photos and sending them to each other. I guess amongst the group of dudes that were banging her, they were all sending pictures and stuff to each other. Pictures that included uh, an officer's hands around the other officer's neck, choking her. Uh, it just goes on and on. It says they conspired. They have messages showing they conspired to be untruthful about the investigation. And well, it just goes on and on, bro. It just it's hilarious. <laughs> R.I.P. the homie. That dude is that her husband is just R.I.P. R.I.P. Dead in the water. Mike Mans needs to walk away. Pull the trigger, homie. Can he win a civil suit? Yeah. I feel Do like it. he could, bro. Do it, young man. Get all your money. Bro, how wild, though. How wild. My thing is, it's just like, when have you ever been in a situation where you could just propose this idea? Like, who proposed it? How, how did they end up getting into this situation? You know what I mean? Did she walk in after a cocaine bus, like on a on an infinite high, and just grab every one of them and said, "You're all fucking me now," and they didn't know I what to just, do? Yeah, I just that that's what I that's what I wonder, right? Like, how does this come to fruition? It's like, nuts. They should write a tell-all. I think they have to, right? <laughs> I think so, man, because. How do you just propose to – it's eight total, right? So how do you propose to seven other people? And maybe it wasn't even her idea, but one of them had to walk in, and it was their idea, and he was just like, you know what? I want to see all your dicks <laughs> fucking her right now. I just so, want to. Th- I just want to think that it's like a, it's like a it's like they keep raising it, <laughs> like it was like a bet out of control. <laughs> he was like, she was like, I'll suck one dick. Oh, they were playing truth or dare, <laughs> right? Everyone was drinking a little bit. One dare led into uh, a months-long orgy session. Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. Final thoughts. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing, bro. I just, I know some women that have, you know, told me some things about like what their desires are. I fully think she instigated it and was like, I want all the cops. I think that's the sentence that came out of her mouth. And then that's what happened. <laughs> God damn. Do you think here, here's an interesting question. After reading some of these articles, do you think there's going to be an increase of crime in the Laverne area? <laughs> Cause now they know that like seven officers are not working. Like the Laverne police staff cannot instantly recoup. Seven I, I, losses. I, I, Honestly, if I'm if I'm a day shift guy, I'm pissed. 
Like, how did I miss out on all this fun? And now we'll bring on local police expert Nevada Putnam to see how this went down. Uh, R.I.P. the real victims of this story. The day shift police officers for Laverne, Tennessee. Out there sweating like pigs in the mud. (laughs) And you know now, you know they got no pussy and now they got to pick up some night shifts because homeboys got fired for fucking. So they got the shed into the deal twice. Man. Sounds to me like the day shift police are the only ones who got fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. No. Bad, horny bonk. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's enough time about the happenings of Laverne, Tennessee. First of all, if you know where that is on a map, I need you to just just send me a voice memo of you telling me you've been to Laverne, Tennessee, because that is hysterical, bro. I've been to Laverne, Tennessee. Yeah, but nobody many, asked you. How many guys do you think are going to try to get arrested now on purpose to try to fuck this lady? Oh, no, <laughs> she got gone. fired. Never this mind. Yeah, gone. never mind. <laughs> She's a millionaire now, right? Oh, they're gonna make a movie about her. If if she did not start an OnlyFans immediately when this news broke, she is fucking up because she can make hella money. Because you know there are people all over the internet who want to see that shit. I was gonna say they uh they're probably gonna make parody videos about this, but then I realized like half of the shit you watch that's out there is already parodies of that. So (laughs) half of the shit you watch. All right, so let's get into the pop culture pick'em. Today's order is Eric, Nick, myself. Who came up? Whoever came up with this order needs to be shot. Um, and today's topic is uh, top five things you are looking forward to in 2023. Yes, I realize it is the 17th of January at present of recording this. Who knows what day it is when you're listening? Uh, God bless you. Hope you're having a good one. But Eric decided to die for I think the fourth or fifth time. Who knows how many lives he has left. So we kept pushing this one back, and here we are. So, without further ado, the now reanimated, reincarnated, here and in the flesh, Eric, can you move your abs? Not really, not right now. (laughs) And laughing hurts, so let's try to keep the funny to a minimum today. Yeah, it's not going to happen, dude. This is going to be the funniest podcast you've ever ever been on. You see how his face clenched when I asked him? I was like, Eric, can you move your abs? He's like... He was like all of a sudden fearful. Hold on. Let's get him, Nick. No. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Eric, do, do this for me. <laughs> oh, I'll turn off the shit, dude. Like, uh. ah, see ya. <laughs> Yo, we, had, we actually had a comedy routine. What was that comedy routine we were talking about yesterday, Jermaine? Oh, the, 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 the bit, the bit that we were coming up with was about uh, oh, oh, basketball. It was about it was, basketball. <laughs> I forgot what it was, though. Yeah, so, Eric, my dad used to tell people. He used to tell people who were, like, big and didn't play basketball or volleyball. He used to say, you're big with nowhere to go. I like it. Like, like all that height all that height, and nowhere to go. I like that. Yeah, like we went- he'd, he'd say, like, we'd be at the grocery store. He'd come to a guy, you know, 6'7", guy, and he'd be like, hey, what'd you play? What do you play? Volleyball, basketball? The kid would be like, no, I don't play any sports. He'd be like, you got all that height and nowhere to go? <laughs> Bro, that sounds like my dad. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, dad, don't don't kill the kid like that. Like, he's at the That's grocery funny. store trying to get bread. My dad's like, 
You know, an idiot. He's got friends to see today, man. Come <laughs> right. on now. Now that we ended up like talking about how annoying it is that like you're in shape or big and you aren't athletic. Right. <laughs> Who, me? No, that was what the Just bit was people. about. Just oh, people yeah, in yeah. general. Like oh, if, I, yeah. if I look at a motherfucker and I was like, damn, I bet you he played D1 and he ain't played D1 and then he's got he's got the hands of a trampoline and that See? ball is just fucking skyrocketing off his chest. Nah, bro. I get so annoyed with that shit. I was like, you got to be able to do something. Kick a ball, throw it, catch it. Like if you can't catch a ball and we're just playing toss, like, come on. I'm judging the fuck out of you. Fucking <laughs> that. See that. I've done that before. Like I was out, in, I was out in Old Town drinking Scottsdale, and there was this big, just big motherfucker. And this is why I can't do this anymore. Clearly, an NFL athlete or something. And I go up to him, I was like, "Hey, man, drunk as shit. I'm like, what, what team you play for?" And he's like, "Why? Because I'm big and I'm black. I play professional sports." And like, I was drunk, and I was like, "Yeah." And then the conversation just went south from there. So I just avoid situations like that at all costs now. Cause... You said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dog, look at you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know why he's, it's because he's black. I'm like, dude, you're just big as fuck. Like, every he, sports athlete's big as fuck, bro. He was, he was at least 6'5 and jacked. So, like, what do you want me to, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But ever since then, bro, I don't, I, don't, I, I could see fucking an actual professional athlete and I still won't go out to him about it. Like, because you never know. Well, if you if you know that he's already a professional athlete, you literally know. But I digress. Let's get into pop culture pick, Eric. Take it away. Uh, so with my first pick, uh, it's actually something that I didn't even find out was happening until like last month. It's going to be the Super Nintendo World opening in Hollywood uh, Universal Studios. Bro, you don't like theme parks. Why is this your number one? Uh, one, my favorite games as a child. Two. Have a little bit of fun guy and go there. It's going to be the greatest fucking experience of all time. Couldn't even take him to the world's ha- happiest <laughs> place on earth, bro. Yeah. And then he got mad at me for walking too fast. <laughs> you hear some shenanigans like that, bro. Bro, not all of us have a six foot four stride, bro. And then all when right? I then when I slow down, you guys walk ahead of me. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> fucking god that's annoying all right that's a good that's a good fucking pick all right so are we going to opening weekend or what uh i can look into it yes if it's too ridiculously expensive i don't know but yeah i mean you're paying i'm good <laughs> okay. all right nick <laughs> uh, he said he was ready pre-show he's fucking stressed look at him <laughs> there's nothing to look forward to i digress um I abstain. There's nothing to look forward to. Um, Life isn't worth it. I'm going to say, because this is something I look forward to every year, but I'm going to spotlight it in 2023, MLB opening day. I'm just looking forward to it. There's there's something about the the rebirth of spring and MLB. It's the only time that Jermaine pays pays attention to baseball other than playoffs. So no, 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 no. I've been on the record on this podcast of, of telling people how my viewing of baseball goes. I don't start watching until the all-star break. Right. But you watch opening day. I absolutely watch opening day. You're watching ESPN Cubs Cardinals opening day. 
Oh, absolutely. So here, here's here's the way. Oh, opening day is amazing. We always do the picks where we try to guess all the games, right? We always do that. I And then I'll take it even further. So I, I consider it like opening 10 days because I need to see each play, each team home and away, right? Because obviously some teams open on the road. So I'm trying to see at least the first home and first road game for most teams. Because that shit's fucking exciting. The crowds are red hot. Everyone's super excited. The announcers are back. And that's usually when all the crazy shit just pops off at the beginning of the year. Because everyone's been fucking locked in a closet, not swinging a baseball bat. Now they can actually now they can actually get full tilt and go, you know, Yard City McGee on everybody. That shit's fucking fun. So the first, like, ten days of the season are amazing. You, you, for regular season play, I don't know if there is any regular season of any other sport that has a better kickoff than baseball so i agree with that no yeah and that's and it still irks me that during covid the mlb could have opened the season on fourth of july weekend and they fucking missed it we talked about it all (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm two years later i'm still angry three it's, it's going on three Opening day, 4th of July, baseball, hot dogs, and cops getting trained in Laverne, Tennessee. There's nothing more American. <laughs> Nick's not even paying attention. Yeah. Um, all right. So for my first pick, I'm going to go ahead and take The Fall of X. Uh, it is a comic book storyline that Marvel is putting on this summer. Um, and obviously it's the fall of the X-Men. So a few years back, Jonathan Hickman, one of my favorite writers who had an outstanding Avengers run and did the modern secret war storyline, uh, took over the X-Men title and went with Dawn of X and revamped everything about the X-Men. He took an actual mutant called Krakoa, who is essentially terrestrial land as a sentient being and put it in the middle of the Atlantic ocean and declared it a sovereign state for mutants. And so all mutants lived on this Island. Right. And so now this story is going to be telling most likely the fall of Krakoa and the Island and then displaced the mutants again, because mutants can't ever be happy in comics, but I'm pretty fucking excited for this. Uh, if you know me, X-Men is my fucking jam. I love it. They have some of the most unique and awesome characters. The ensembles are amazing. The powers are dope. And then their villains just fuck. So I'm pretty hard. I'm pretty hyped for Fall of X. So that's going to be my first pick. And then, um, man, my second pick. I'm going to just go. I'll take the World Baseball Classic. Oh, motherfucker. So, World Baseball Classic, I get hyped for it every year. I always talk mad shit, as Nick can attest. Uh, team Puerto Rico's taking it every year, even though they're not even the best uh, team from that, like, area <laughs> on the map. Shout out to the Dominican Republic squad. Um, but we're taking down those racist Americans, and Team Puerto Rico is going to fly that dub. All over your bitch ass. Okay, we'll see. Oh, wow. Good shit talk. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. That's, I mean, that's that's all that I can say. Is We'll see. I mean, you guys have had such success so far. Boo, get your weight up. 
<laughs> I like I like watching the World Baseball Classic. I like watching everything. It's literally the it's the culmination of baseball culture. And every nation plays baseball differently. Yeah. The USA is just the best at it. Puerto Rico plays it the right way though. We're allowed to have fun in Puerto Rico playing baseball. I don't. Fun is not a part of baseball. <laughs> fun is as much not a part of baseball in America as steroids is. What's that noise? Does anyone hear that noise or is it just me? The kind of humming in the background? Yeah, it sounds like a yeah. race car. It does kind of sound like a race car, yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to mute Eric and see if it's him. Yep. It is. It's for sure, Eric. <laughs> Yo, you got to invest in that setup, big dog. <laughs> Yo, you racing Mario Kart over there? Throw yeah, the green bam, shell. Bam. <laughs> Throw the green shell. <laughs> Nick, it's your pick. What's going on here? I'm thinking. I'm going to take Creed 3. I haven't been. I haven't really been excited about the Creed movies. Real? Um, no, I mean the first one was good, but this one, uh, this one actually, this one looks fantastic. Damn, tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. I mean, we, I mean, we talked about it before. The trailer does look sick. On how hype we are for this. Well, first of all, I loved Creed one. I loved Creed two. Both are outstanding films. Uh, yeah, so I'm, of course, I'm absolutely hyped for the, the trilogy movie. It's just, it's going to be one of the best trilogies ever made, in my opinion. But I also really like that movie, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, my second pick, I'm going to go with the new season of Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. That's a good pick, dude. I'm pretty. I forgot that was coming out this year. I have a long list and had Ted Lasso is not on there. Yeah. Um, and then with my third pick, uh, I'm trying to pick which movie I want to see more. I'm just gonna go with John Wick Four because that's the movie I want to see the most. Man, John Wick Three was just not as good as I was wanting it to be. Yeah. Now that we're going to like John Wick 87, don't get me wrong, I'll get tickets for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. I'm going to watch it. I'm just, I'm gonna just be like, not yawn. as hype. Yeah, I'm not as hype. Uh, Nick. <laughs> bro, are you paying attention? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, trying to th I'm trying to think here, all right? Well, fill this space with words while you think. All right, I'm fucking thinking. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Last of Us TV show uh, Haven't seen the episode that released this uh, Released this last Sunday, Sunday. Yep. Uh, Somebody said that it doesn't Some critic online said it doesn't It doesn't look like a video game And I was like the video game didn't really look like the video game That's why it didn't look like a video game That's why it was so like that's why it was so crazy. You were basically just playing like cinematics of a movie, so it converts pretty well to a TV show. Why would you want it to look like a video game? Right. The whole point of live action is for it to look alive. Well, no, I, I think they were like, they were like, oh, it was really cool that it didn't look like a video game, which told me they had never played the video game. Well, yeah, well, no fucking shit, genius. 
Like, um, what? this guy. They just give anyone the license to critique stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that, that'll be my show. So all you have to do is get, what, $100,000 in debt to, to get a license to critique stuff? I think so, yeah. Shout out those fine arts degrees, you fucking knuckleheads. <laughs> I'm, not going, <laughs> I'm not going after people that do fine arts degrees, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's almost bad as marine biology. Uh, yeah, marine biology would be a stupid major to get. <laughs> Not like the good and honorable profession that is biological oceanography. That's not good and honorable. What is the ocean's not even real, dog? Have you been to the bottom? It's like Europe doesn't exist. They're all conspiracies. Only James Cameron has been there. Birds, Europe, and the ocean not real. <laughs> <laughs> What, Eric, you ever been to Europe? Nah, yes. bro, it's just Photoshop photos, dog. Yes, I have been there. Nah, it's actually it's actually a plot of land in Nebraska. You just they just fly in circles until they let you down. You ain't ever been to Europe. Ain't no one ever been to Europe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my next picks. I'm gonna take another comic book storyline here. I'm going to do the Dawn of the DCU, which just wrapped up the, I believe, what is it, Infinite Dark Crisis event that they just had, or it was Dark dark Crisis. I mean, there's too many crisis events in DC for, for me to keep track anymore. But Dawn of the DCU, right, has a wonderful synergy, right? And so, actually, I'm going to swap my pick. Actually, it's still Dawn of the DCU, but I'm going to explain it a little differently. So so James Gunn was hired to replace what Zack Snyder had started and failed miserably at doing, right? <laughs> Everyone could agree that most of the DC movies sucked. Yes or yes or yes? Yes. Okay. So they fired everyone that was in charge of that. They appointed James Gunn and Peter Safran, who was already inside the DCU inner workings. So they uh, appointed him, and then they took a guy who was very successful with the Marvel methodology and brought him in. Right? And one of the first things they did was drop the E in DCEU. Like, hey, we don't need extended. It's just a universe is a universe. It doesn't need to be extended. So now there's a synergy across the board called Dawn of the DCU. And it feels like they're very much going back to what DC embodies, which DC is hope and, you know, the moral compass. And it, it's those feel good type stories that you really tell tend to tell the kids where, I, you know, I've where you get into Marvel and Marvel, <laughs> Marvel does some crazy stuff with Daredevil and like all kinds of stuff. Not that DC doesn't, but I digress. And at the end of the Dark Crisis event. Batman is on record of telling Nightwing, you're, you're the person to lead us into the new future. So my favorite DC character, Nightwing, right, is, is, oh, I got to mute you, Eric. Yeah, so it's the, is getting thrust into the spotlight and he's now going to be like the center cog of, of the DC universe. Who's Nightwing again? Dick Grayson, the first Robin. Okay. All right. Yeah. So now he's becoming, and he's getting thrust in this forefront, right? And he was just like, man, I don't know if I want that job. And then like an alert comes in 
and they have to go stop somebody who's causing some sort of crime or whatever. And he's just like, well, we could talk about it while we're handling this. So he's telling that to Batman. And so they go off to handle this. And now we're like thrust into the precipice of like what the new DC is going to be. But with that, they also have the new golden age event, which is being written and it's going to be Jeff Johns. And Jeff Johns is like the best DC writer out there. It actually, shoot, you might be able to say he's the best DC writer ever. Um, but yeah, so that so that all that tied in to say like i'm excited to see the new direction that dc takes because typically there's ebbs and flows marvel has been killing it for a while so now i'm expecting marvel to see a drop off and i'm expecting dc to pick up and uh as the year comes by it's he said he was going to start announcing stuff in january but we're going to start seeing announcements for what dc is planning as far as the television and you know not just the book sphere, but the more entertainment sphere. So that's what I'm looking forward to. So the dawn of the DCU. Now that I bored Nick to death. And then uh, I think I have one other pick, if that's not, if I'm correct. And with that, I'm going to take X-Men 97. It's a direct sequel to the X-Men cartoon that I grew up on as a kid. Um, so animated X-Men. Yeah, so I'm gonna take that one. That that one's gonna be uh, pretty good. All right, and that uh, should lead us back to you, Nick. Uh, I'll go. I'll go another movie here before I go my sporting event. But if my sporting event goes off, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a bitch. <laughs> Just take the sporting event. Uh, well, we'll see. I like I like playing playing with fire. Uh, I'm gonna go Dune Part Two. I loved. The first movie, uh, I thought it was really good. I didn't like how it left me on a cliffhanger at the end. I thought they were really starting to develop a good movie. Uh, and then they were just like, all right, well, tune back in next year. So I'm ready to tune back in this year. Yeah. I No, that's a good pick. And I think Eric is annoyed you picked it. <laughs> no, I'm just annoyed that I had to wait a whole year to get the second half of one movie. But whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Um, am I up? Um, I'm kind of torn here. I got a bunch of shit on this list, and I really didn't pick with the ones I thought I was gonna go with, but um I'm gonna go John Jones heavyweight fight debut. Oh yeah. He's back, baby. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> I'm why? So, why? I, why could you? All right, Eric. You tell me why you care, and then Jermaine, you can tell me why you care less. Uh, I I care because I'm interested in seeing somebody who I think is one of the b best ever go up and see if he can dominate still. But I mean, I understand why people are frustrated with him and stuff. So, but I'm excited. I hope it's. I hope he fucking. I hope it's it's, it's Cyril Gane, right? Yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Gane. Gone? I I think it's. I think it's gone or gain because he's French. Whatever. So. It should be a good fight. And I just, I'm excited to see John Jones fight again and make his heavyweight debut. Um, dude, how many times have we done this? I, like, what is this? The fifth comeback from John Jones? <laughs> and all the fans get fucking excited and get all fucking hype and like, oh, John Jones is back. And then he's going to do some fucking dumb shit again and fucking leave. So I'm over it. 
I don't care anymore. John Jones has lost his luster. I don't care anymore. Uh, f- either fight or don't. Like, stop talking about it. I don't care about John Jones anymore. So I'm glad at least he's fighting. Uh, it's not against Francis Ngannou. So secondly, who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the dude who beat Stipe uh, isn't the one fighting John Jones. So, like, again, that's another reason. Like, who cares? UFC dropped the ball for this heavyweight fight. They didn't get the, the deal done with Ngannou for December. They didn't get it done for, what, fucking October. They didn't get it done for Madison Square Garden. And now they've released the heavyweight champion, who, granted, only fought once the last each once a year the last three or four years, right? But I'm just over it. I don't care. Uh, there's much better fights I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, and you know, if John Jones loses, I might be excited. Actually, <laughs> like, I'm I might root for his demise finally because I'm just over it. I'm over getting excited for John Jones and then him fucking doing more cocaine and speeding off into the night. Like, fuck off. <laughs> like next who's the next star that's what i'm more interested in. i don't care about john jones that's my opinion though but i'll be watching the fight it's like fast nine <laughs> what's the next one speaking fast. of fast nine with my fifth pick no i'm just kidding <laughs> yo is it fa- is fast nine did fast nine come out or yeah, it did right so yeah we're on f9 fast. came out we're doing fast 10 oh bro we're almost at F12. <laughs> we almost have the full function keys of a Windows keyboard. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh, but, and then your last pick, brother. Yeah, uh, last pick. I had a couple good ones. I want to put another movie here because I know. But I got to do it. The Polaris Dawn, the first commercial spacewalk. If that shit's successful, that means we can be able to fly and do spacewalks. I mean, you have to be rich, but that means people can be walking in space, son. Bro, let's work on getting. Oh. Let's work on going outside first. Oh. <laughs> Just let me have my fucking five moments, bro. Bro, I didn't know about this commercial spacewalk. How? Yeah. Wh- what is the price of this commercial spacewalk, Eric? Um, pretty sure it's like a million dollars. Or some shit like that. Like I can't I, do it right now. I'd go with the debt. Some to of these do this. listeners, Kane, fucking... check the couch. <laughs> or some coins and shit. I'd pay a million dollars to go into space. I I would for sure. I mean, how many people can say they've done it? I need to find out if it's real. Yeah, Polaris Dawn. If space is real, I want to know. I'll I'll get into a million dollars of debt to do it, bro. Can I sign a million dollar loan? I don't. I don't think so. Dude. I think you can sign uh, ten ten thousand or a uh, hundred ten thousand dollar loans. Ooh, I'm about to steal all. You know what? You know who just became a Nigerian prince? Your boy. Your boy. Yeah. About to steal all the monies, bro. Let me introduce <laughs> you to a man named Ponzi. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right. No, that's pretty tight. First commercial spacewalk. When is that supposed to happen? Uh, so no earlier than March 2023. Um, the Polaris Dawn crew will be the first crew to test Starlink laser-based communications in space and a whole bunch of other cool shit that they're doing. 
But yeah, it should be. It's going to be no late, no earlier than twenty twenty three. But they don't have an exact date for it yet. Mm. Mm. If it doesn't happen in twenty twenty three, your list is void. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me see who uh, members are going to be. Jared Isaacman, who's the CEO. Uh, Shift four payments. Scott Petit, Sarah Gillis, and Anna Man- Manon are the first four people doing it. Oh my god. Sounds like a lame crew. <laughs> <laughs> Just know nothing about them, dog. <laughs> Bunch of sticks in the mud. I bet you they've never gangbang a cop in Laverne, Tennessee. <laughs> How did we get back to this again? <laughs> yeah, Aaron. It doesn't stop. <laughs> Yo, we got we got to keep a thread. That's the sign of good storytelling. My turn, right? It's your turn. Yes, sir. Uh, it fell to me. Uh, I am looking forward to the Kentucky Derby. It'll be the first Kentucky Derby I've ever been to in person. You know, inshallah that it happens. Uh, and we'll be out there. Hopefully, you guys can, you, you two gentlemen can join us. I'm so, um, what day is that? Uh, May 6th, maybe? All right, I'm busy. Okay, cool. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's a crock of shit, bro. There's only one non-fucking astronaut going up in this trip. It's that Jared Isaacman. Everybody else is already fucking a space a spaceman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're going. They're Wait, going to test what? shit in space. Like, yeah, of course. Well, you really- okay. Like, I understand it's the first like private human space flight, and there's only one private citizen on it that isn't. A spaceman, but I mean, at least take like three or four motherfuckers. Like, goddamn. Nah, they don't have they don't have Jared Eichner money, bro. What was his name again? What was that dude's name again? His the, Jared the, Isaacman, the, the non the non spaceman. Jared Isaacman. Oh, he's yeah, Ju- he's Jewish. That's why he got to go. Uh, he is Jewish. <laughs> oh my it right god, here. bro. From Westerfield, New Jersey. <laughs> That's why I got to go. CEO he has all the money. Shift. He's the founder CEO of Shift4 and Draken International. Exactly. Dra- Draken International. If you're Jewish, you rich, bro. That's the rule. You He's not, 39. You're not agreeing with that, Nick? I'm not. I have no comment right now. <laughs> Nobody said anything bad. Why are you freaking out? I got the last pick, huh? Yeah. Oh, he's a podcast. Mm. I have a pretty long list of stuff here. That's pretty crazy. But it's all nerd stuff. It's all Marvel, Star Wars. I'm looking forward to that Ghostbusters sequel, but that's not going to be a bad pick. I'm going to take uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action series on Netflix. So, you think you think that's not going to disappoint? I can't say that out loud, but I'm excited. Like that, you know. I mean, that's. <laughs> but I cannot sit here and say that it's not going to disappoint. One thing that I do know about this is the creators of the original Avatar series uh, were attached to it, and then they had creative differences with Netflix, which gives me a whole lot of pause. But the casting. Uh, seems pretty fucking good. So, 
you know, I'm I'm excited for that, but you know, there is very much the potential that it could suck. <laughs> but so here are some of the honorable mentions. You guys can say if you agree with these or not. The Witcher season three, mm-hmm. uh, Ghostbuster sequel, the first minute Mission Impossible movie, that Dungeon Dungeons and Dragon movie. Uh, Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, Blue Beetle, The Flash, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. That's a DC slate of movies. Uh, then the Sony slate, you have Craven the Hunter with um, Aaron Taylor Johnson playing Craven. Uh, then you have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Uh, that first movie was tight. And then you get into some of the Marvel series. So you have Echo Season 1, Loki Season 2, Ironheart Season 1, and you and then uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. That might drop 2024, though. Oh, you also have Secret Invasion Season 1, What If Season 2, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, What If Season 2. That's a good one. Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming out this year. I think that movie's going to fuck. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, that's coming out this year. Uh, The Marvels is coming out as well. Not so much excited for that, but figured if I'm spotlighting all the nerd stuff, I'll do that as well. Then you have the slate of Star Wars. So Bad Batch Season 2 is underway right now. You have the Mandalorian Season 3, which looks like it's going to fuck as well. Uh, you have a show called The Young Jedi Adventures. So for all you fathers out there with five-year-old daughters and sons, you should be watching that with them. That's going to be <laughs> tight. Uh, Star Wars Visions Volume 2. That's that anime anthology that they did. So they're coming out with the Volume 2 on that. And then uh, Ahsoka Season 1. Ahsoka Season 1 is supposed to come out this year. So I'm pretty hyped for that one. Skeleton Crew Season 1. Another uh, Star Wars show. And then The Acolyte uh, Season 1 as well. Or is The Acolyte a movie? I don't know. I should probably know that, but I don't. And then you have some of the comic book storylines coming in. I've already touched on the Fall of X, the New Golden Age, and Dawn of the DCU. But you have uh, X-Men Spider-Man, the Dark Web. You have X-Men Sins of Sinister, Captain America Cold War, and Summer of Symbiotes. Uh, And then you have Lazarus Planet as well. Damn, it's a big year for comic world. Yeah, so everything's finally getting back to normal from the COVID disruption. Mm. So all that oversaturation should start to to mellow out in 2024. But this should be like the last year of like, because there's a bunch of shit I didn't really name. Like as far as movie wise, like Oppenheimer is going to be a fucking big time movie. Yeah, that's the movie I was tor- I was going to pick that or John Wick, but uh, we all know, everybody in this group knows how much I love Nolan and I'm gonna watch that movie multiple times so yeah all right so that wraps up my honorable mentions you have any honorable mentions that i didn't cover uh well i'm uh the only thing i was gonna say was uh uh getting my student loans forgiven hopefully we win that lawsuit and i can uh, get my student loans forgiven that's what i'm looking forward to the fucking most this year dude those goddamn fine arts degrees bro Hey, bro. <laughs> I don't even have a fucking degree to show for it. It's got twenty two thousand dollars in debt for no Ooh, fucking reason. What a knucklehead, bro. Well, I had some. Listen, Arizona State, not necessarily the best school, but it was a goddamn good time. It is one of the better schools if you actually go to school and do the learning. <laughs> but let's. Well, that's honest. not what we were there for. Bro. That's not what you were at ASU for. <laughs> yeah, we were there for alternative reasons. 
You were there for that Laverne, Tennessee special, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, go ahead and read us our lists, poor favor. Uh, yeah, so I had the first pick, uh, the Super Nintendo World opening at Universal Studios, Ted Lasso, New Season, John Wick 4, uh, the John Jones Heavyweight debut, and Polaris Dawn, which is going to be the first commercial spacewalk. Uh, Nick took uh, MLB opening day, Creed 3, The Last of Us TV show, which episode one was fucking fire, uh, Dune Part 2, and the Kentucky Derby, which hopefully will be there. And then Jermaine took uh, the Fall of X, which is a, a Marvel comic storyline, The Fall of the X-Men, the World Baseball Classic, Dawn of the DCU, which is the new direction that DC uh, Comics is going in, X-Men 97, which is a sequel to the childhood uh, X-Men cartoons, right? Yeah. And Avatar The Last Airbender, which is going to be Netflix's uh, live action series version of that. Yeah, so the X-Men 97, so the show finished in 97, and they're supposed to be picking up right where the show finished so and and they have a lot of the voice actors coming back for that so um i'm excited for that uh if i was gonna pick batman the animated series part two because they were making a, a new part to it but kevin conroy passed away and it you may not know who kevin conroy is if you're not a nerd like me but he's essentially the voice of batman Right, he like if you he is Batman. He has contributed. Batman. He he has contributed more to Batman than any single one actor or anyone else. He is the voice. Every video game, cartoon, movie, every single thing that you've heard a voice of Batman, it's pretty much Kevin Conroy. Uh, so him passing away sucks because he was signed on for that new thing. And then secondly, I mentioned my honorable mentions, but the honorable mention is for Marvel as well. So, or maybe Disney as a whole. So Disney has been under a bunch of tumult lately. Uh, you know, all their shenanigans is finally getting exposed for them being a somewhat wicked com company, despite always being family friendly. But so Bob Chapik was fired, right? He pushed a lot of the woke ideology that you heard coming out of Disney that people really rebelled against and he was replaced by the ceo he replaced bob Iger. so bob Iger was secretly poisoning the well from behind the scenes to get bob chapik pushed out for him to come back in and his first move that he did when he came back in was fire the head of disney plus so a lot of a lot of what we saw from Marvel. So Marvel has been treating their visual effects creators terribly. They don't have enough, which is why the visual effects for most of the stuff they've released since COVID has been suspect. Um, and one of the things that's come out is they want to produce more quality over quantity. So I'm hoping they rein in this Marvel bus and, and we don't need this much content and we just focus on getting good fucking shit. Uh, and so that is a very slept on storyline because the James Gunn DC thing is happening very publicly. But at the same time, DCU is, I mean, Mar MCU is having a shakeup. Disney's having a shakeup. And then there is never a good storyline coming out of the Star Wars camp. So one can only hope that Kathleen Kennedy is out next um, to get every, to get a synergy across your actual product. Cause it's looking real bad right now, but um that one is fly quietly flying under the radar, and it's pretty hysterical to see. We're at 48 minutes, boys, so let's go ahead and pick up the pace here. 
Uh, we got sidetracked by the initial story we opened with. If you guys are just now joining the podcast, first of all, how did you randomly pick 48 minutes? But uh, no. you missed us discuss the Laverne, Tennessee situation. So go ahead and go back to the beginning. <laughs> it's going to be the through line, Eric. It's going to be the through all line. Right. Just accept it. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the NFL wildcard review. I'll turn it over to you, Eric, and you can go through stuff as you want. Cool. So real quick, before we get into the wildcard review, because we just had the wildcard weekend, uh, I did go back and um, count out everybody's picks from our divisional breakdown. Uh, We finished with records of Jermaine had 39 hits, 48 losses and three draws. Nick had 33 hits, 40 losses and two draws. I had 33 hits, 33 losses and two draws. So that was our record for our divisional and slash futures uh, picks for the season. Do you, have the, do you have the profit or the loss on there, Eric? Did you calculate that? I did not. And I w- we'll talk about this post-show, but I was trying to figure out a way to start doing that with you guys. But we'll talk about that post-show. Um, so we're going to get into the NFL wildcard weekend. It was actually a pretty decent weekend of football. Um, I'm going to give you the guys the picks that we had. So Nick took – or Nick gave us his uh, his nuggets. His nuggets finished 2-3-1. and one. Nick had Nick went five, four, and one, and Jermaine went four, three, and one. We pretty much, as a podcast, got the entire uh, as far as how we picked uh, the playoffs to play out. Um, the only thing, the only thing that was wrong was Nick took the Chargers. And, <laughs> fucking dummy! Uh, they blew that. It looked good. Game. You know, in the first half, it looked good. I, I, one of the best. So I, I'll just, I'll just talk about it right now. <laughs> Talking about the Chargers and the Jaguars. One of my buddies made a really great comparison of this game. He goes, this Chargers-Jacksonville's game is you are playing be a pro with Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> and the first half you threw four interceptions. And then after that, you were like, oh, fuck, I guess I got to win this game. It is the playoffs. So be for those uninitiated, be a pro is the Oculus quarterback football game, correct? No, I'm just saying like it's like a career mode. It's like your career mode oh. man, where you where you're just fucking around in the first half, you throw four picks and then somehow come back to win the game. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so you're talking about uh when my defense steps up in the Super Bowl, the Browns not, Super Bowl I'm not run. I'm saying anything specific. <laughs> I'm just saying my offensive coordinator put me in legitimately bad situations and your boy was stout. Stout. No yards earned. That was my nickname, bro. NYE, bro. No yards earned. Nick <laughs> Nick winning Super Bowls with Josh McCown at quarterback. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus Christ. All right. Just 60-yard bombs on the listen, run. Nick, what are you hey, doing? <laughs> I'm a, listen, I'm a quarterback whisperer except in the red zone. Actually, actually, I'm a quarterback whisperer except in the five-yard line. Then I'll just throw pick after pick. Oh. <laughs> I need to run the ball more. <laughs> Not like we didn't have one of the best run games in all of football. (laughs) Oh, for those of you uh, listening at home, that's correct. Nick did not pick the final eight correctly. Just your boy Skinny P did. Uh, And Eric, I think, said he did as well. Um, But he's an executive producer, so we don't really count those votes. Oh, I didn't really give my votes, but I, I would have brought them up <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, yeah, just to give a quick rundown of the weekend, uh, first game was the Seahawks versus Niners, um, which was the second biggest drubbing of the weekend. Uh, the Niners won 41-23. Um, the Chargers went up, what, 27-0 on the Jaguars, and then they ended up losing 31-30. 
And we didn't talk about it, but that missed uh, extra point. Or was it a missed field goal? It was a missed field goal, yeah. Missed field goal. Missed field goal. Cameron, Which gets it. Cam- yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. And then uh, we had the Dolphins uh, close a couple big leads. They clawed back. They ended up losing 34-31. So my it was what, what, did this, what did this line close at? 18? Bills minus 18? Are you making that shit up? It was nine and a half, which is what I took as my lock. So I'm fucking retard, but I think it went. If it got oh, to eighteen, it, it, it closed at fourteen. Oh, okay. Plus, you could have got Miami plus fourteen. Yeah. Tell me, you bet that? I did took I, Miami I, plus nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then we had the uh, the one we all saw coming. If this was a friends episode. Uh, the Giants beat the Minnesota Vikings 31-24. And then the Sunday night game, the Bengals and the Ravens were in a much closer contest than I thought. Bengals won 24-7. And then Monday night, which I still don't know why we have Monday night playoffs, but Monday night game, the Bucks got destroyed by the Cowboys 31-14. And the Cowboys kicker missed four extra points. (laughs) Yo, bro. Bro, bro, let's let's open with the Cowboys Bucks game. Uh, this podcast universally thought the Bucks were going to win. I last second changed it to Dallas, um, so I didn't take my Tampa bets. I had Tampa, and then I switched it to Dallas. That's how I ended up getting it right. Um, but <laughs> how at, at which point, which extra point was missed that you were just like what? Which which was the one that just broke your brain? Second one. <laughs> the the third one broke my brain, and the fourth one I, I had to make sure I was like you know, I was awake. I was like, is this a different like are we in a different universe or something? What's we going all, on? We all started checking for strokes. Yo, yo, he was he was trying different grips. That's why. Listen, the 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 comparison that I made to this game is this game for Brett. What's his name? Mayor Brett Mayer. Maher. Brett Maher. Is Brett Maher was the fourth man in a four-man scramble when you're playing golf, and his buddies just hit towering drives straight down the fairway. So he's trying to he's just you know fucking around. <laughs> he's like, we're gonna win this game anyway. Why don't I try to hit? Why don't I try to hit my three wood as far as I possibly can? He he played the whole green with just right. driver, right? Just driver, and he misses, and sometimes <laughs> you miss. Okay. Okay, so you're saying sometimes he missed. It's fair enough. It seemed like he had a case of just like, what the fuck? And so that's what's funny is the first two kicks missed, excuse me, missed wide right, right? So then he corrects the third kick, and he's just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to aim left. And then he aims left and kicks it wide left. Like none of these kicks, first of all, none of these kicks were close. Um, I did not see the fourth kick, so I had turned it off by this point. This I This game was terrible. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers legitimately have the worst offensive line I've ever seen play football. The fact that they made the playoffs with this offensive line is just staggeringly impressive or speaks to the sheer lack of quality in the NFC South. Probably both. But the fourth kick, did anyone see which direction the fourth kick missed? No. No, was it close? Was it? I think it went right, right like the first two. <laughs> Bro, like... I thought I legitimately thought to myself and I was like, yo, this dude is in a golf store and he's trying different clubs and different grips and different 100%. shafts on a golf simulator machine. 
and none of them were hitting. That's exactly uh, what I thought. He was shanking. He was slicing. He, he was doing all that. And I was just he like, turns yeah. He to the pro and he goes, I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and the pro goes, uh, you look like you're doing everything right. <laughs> He's just like, uh, how about you get me a better golf club? <laughs> He's blaming the equipment. All right. So now that you've said, you know, you gave your analogy. Do you cut Brett Maher? I mean, I'm cutting him anyway. He didn't do his job. So no, no second chances, no remorse, no nothing. Just Brett cut. Maher could have gone four for four if he misses the game-winning field goal. Cut fine first, and then cut. <laughs> Find him and cut him. All right. So Nick is in favor of cutting. Eric, are you cutting Brett Maher? I wouldn't even put him out there to kick the fourth kick. He would have been off the. He would have been on a bus or a plane home at halftime for me. <laughs> I don't got time to fuck around with that. It's the playoffs, dude. Like, no, no, you're done. All right, hand, so, in your, hand in your uniform. Take a hike. So everyone's favorite coach on this podcast, Mike McCarthy, sarcasm, um, has come out and said we need Brett Maher. He doesn't think that cutting him is the solution. So I was just curious to see what your guys' stance on that. <clears throat> you must be allergic to women. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, who are you getting at this point? Anybody. There's got to be a, a several free agent kickers. Isn't there one guy that was accused of some nonsense and isn't on that nonsense anymore? No, that's Matt Razia. He's the punk god. <laughs> oh, he's a punk god. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he could have kicked an extra Lucky. point in. Bring, Ma- bring McAfee <laughs> back. Pat, his podcast is good and all, but bring McAfee back. One for five, one for five extra points. <laughs> that's <laughs> embarrassing. Yo, the fact that they five? gave him a fifth extra point is insane. That shows confidence right there. Yo, Mike McCarthy was like, yo, we ain't losing this, man. Give him a shot. Dak Prescott's literally on the sideline after the third miss. He's like, go for fucking two. Like, you can see him yelling it at the top of his lungs. Like, he could not believe. And Mike McCarthy kept trotting that bitch out there. Kept trotting that bitch out there, bro. So, Brett Maher is one for six in his last two games. He also missed an extra point in Washington. Yes. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yes, they actually mentioned that in the game that he missed an extra point versus Washington. So, however, if you want Brett Maher on your team, he has not missed a field goal since November 24th. Yeah, but are you confident that's the Brett Maher you're getting or you're getting extra point sleaze bag? I I I think there's a difference. I think he gets he gets scared too close in. I think gotta, I think the Cowboys back where he's not daunted by those big old goalposts. I think the Cowboys just got to be that team that rolls with two kickers, one for the extra point, one for the field goals. So here's here's what I'm I'm proposing. What if Dallas loses because they kept Brett Maher and he misses a kick? Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. I guess. Well, that's that. I mean, that's, that's best case scenario for anybody who wants McCarthy gone. That you're fired after that. Also, that's not that's not hindsight. We like we're saying cut him now. It's like well, yeah, a week I mean, out. I, what I'm saying is, if they don't cut him, that's hindsight. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so that that wraps up Tampa Bay, Dallas. Look, Dallas was the better team going into this. We all had Bucks. Well, I switched to the Cowboys, but it felt like a game Dallas could lose based on how they were playing. 
But this Dallas Cowboys team is the team that a lot of people thought we'd be getting. So the matchup that they have scheduled for the divisional round is actually very exciting now based on, based on this. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. But what was the next game that we're getting into for the for covering? Uh, so if we're working backwards, we had the Bengals-Ravens, which, I mean. Dude, that was a game. It was it was gonna be a game, right? I I really think this is this was very good football, and the weekend the weekend was very good football. I yeah I think except for there was one stink fest of a game. What was the stinker? Oh, it was Niners. the Bucks. It was the Bucks game. Yeah. No, the night the Seahawks had the lead at halftime. Right. I, and I I told you too. It was it was Sunday. It was right after the uh, Giants Vikings game. I said if the Bengals Bills game or sorry if the Bengals Ravens game is good, that's yeah, a bad yeah. sign for Monday because yeah, that means we, there's no way God gives us all good football games. Yeah, I, <laughs> I said that on Monday at my work. I was like, the Cowboys are about to blow them out. We've had too many good games this weekend. Exactly. <laughs> were, there's no way that right. they just right. they just give us all good football. It, it had there was a beatdown coming right. as soon as the first quarter ended for the Bucks game. I was like, mm, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Yo, I turned that bitch off. I wasn't even watching it no more. I put hoops back on. Yeah. Uh, yo, that so shout out Tyler Huntley for making that a game. But man, that fucking goal line turnover—that's a tough pill to swallow. Is that John was, Harbaugh the king of the worst play calling? There were well, so he, many times where he's not the OC. Ju- so okay, I'm, or, or was it just because they were operating with Huntley? And not Lamar, because there was some. I was like, "This is what you're like," and we say this about almost every game. But there was multiple times where I was like, "This is what you chose to call." Yeah, they were doing that because it's Tyler Huntley for sure. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, it was god awful. All right, so you brought up Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson a Raven next year? No. Yes. Okay. One yes, one no. All right. So the very next game we had the New York. Oh, <laughs> are you gonna break the tie? <laughs> No. Whenever I ask questions, I never answer my own question. Well, we have a tiebreaker. What do you think? Well, cool. We have a tie. I, you know what I think? I think we'll have an answer when the offseason starts. He wants to He wants to get on us, Eric, because we don't talk. But then he just answers questions like, okay, cool. Moving on. Yeah. I Every podcast since we started, I've asked a question to get an answer, and then I move to the next topic. Like, it's not my fault you caught me in episode 168. Thank you for paying attention. <laughs> I say Lamar Jackson is a Raven next year. I, I, The franchise tag exists. There's no way. Look, the only way he's not a Raven is if the Ravens franchise him and then trade him. I just, I, I'm, I'm really tired of athletes, like, going on social media. And being like, and liking posts, and that this has become a following story, and then doing nothing about it. If you want me to get excited about you liking posts or you clearing your Instagram bio, then do something about it. But no, you come back for less than market value, or you let yourself be franchise tagged. And, and like, who was the last person to do it? Kirk Cousins, probably, was the last person to say F you to the organization. Yeah, but he got franchise tagged twice before he was let go. Right. But like it's I, I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this thing where they're like Le'Veon Bell did it too. Right, but I'm I'm but then he didn't play a year because he wouldn't sign with anybody. 
Well, he because that he the only thing he could do was sign the franchise tag, and he said, "I'm not right. doing that." Right. I just I'm I'm tired of athletes faking like they're like they're big and bad, and they're gonna leave this, and and they're gonna leave their team. Yeah. When it's, when when it's just a move to get paid more money, and they don't even get really paid that much more money. <laughs> It's it's almost comparable to what they were gonna get anyways. When, when when the agents and the GMs start talking, they don't talk about whether Lamar liked a post on Facebook that was like, "Take care of the things that you are bad when you don't have them." <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> they really don't, bro. That subliminal shit is fucking comical. Uh, yeah, no, I think Lamar Jackson stays. The only way he leaves is if the Ravens trade him. And the Ravens, if the Ravens are trading him, they're getting a top five pick this year. Yeah, plus, plus, I mean, way more. And if I'm the Ravens and if Lamar doesn't want to go, I think I'd investigate actually trading him. What? How many? I mean, like, the, the when was the last time dude played a healthy season? Ever? I don't know, Eric. You're the MVP. MVP his, his, his MVP year, right? I think it's happened more often than most people think. I just, you know, Lamar Jackson's probably been hurt, but still played a lot. Right. We'll see, though. Uh, very next game, the New York football giants traveled into Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings were a 13-4 and football team. Uh, taking on the nine seven and one Giants. Um, I mean, to be honest, the Giants had the lead pretty much this whole game. The Vikings are who we thought they were. It is unsustainable to be eleven and zero in one score games. And here they are in a one score game catching. That so, out. so Lamar played sixteen and eighteen, fifteen and nineteen twenty. 12 and 21, 22. Okay, but those 15s where he got rested at the end of the season. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the last three years, he has not played a full season. Yeah, one of he them hasn't... he one of them he was benched in week 16, so that way he could rest for the playoffs. To answer Nick's question, though, technically he hasn't played a full season since 2018. Whether it's rest or injury, the last time he played a full season was 2018. I mean, if he's getting rested, fine. But getting rested the last two games of the year, that seems kind of... No, no, it's it's one game. Those were 16-game seasons. Remember, the 17 thing just barely started. Read them off again, Eric. Oh, crap. Give me one second. Let me get back to it. Uh, it 2018-16, 2019-15, 2020, 15, 21, and 22, 12. Yeah, but being benched in week 16 to keep them healthy is... That's what I'm saying. So but yeah, point. you so the last the last two seasons though, he had 12 games. So, that's two two back to, that's back-to-back seasons. I'll trade him. Uh, look, at, from a GMing perspective, trading Lamar Jackson right now seem is in my opinion, it's going to be like what the fuck are you doing? I think it's one of the best things the Ravens could do. The Ravens are devoid of talent on offense. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is not going to fix that. Right. 
Lamar Jackson's good. He can't fucking run routes to throw, get his pass. Like, that's not something – he's not that good, bro. Right. Still laces up his tennis shoes like me. Like, the haul you could get for Lamar Jackson for a player who's just been, like, as flagrant as he has been. Like, bro, he missed he missed five games this year, right? And the Ravens still made the playoffs. <laughs> so – like Lamar, I respect what you're trying to do. Get your money always. I'm just saying, if the Ravens trade your ass, <laughs> like don't be shocked, bro. Don't be shocked. Someone Brad, will pay him. Someone will pay him. That's one thing in the, in football. Someone will pay him. But um, so Giants. Anybody shocked on the Giants beating the the Minnesota Vikings? Nope. That's that was the consensus in the group chat. It's just like okay, this was free money. Giants money line being plus money. Giants. Having a getting points was free. Giants money. plus three. Also, yummy, yummy, so yummy, it, yummy. Uh, not that again. It a, a, a useless stat, but um, the it's last six. It's fine, Eric. The last six now seven years in the NFC, the six seed has beat the three seed. Really? That would have been a great nugget. Where was that before? Where was that last episode? I mean, okay. we still took the Giants. I mean, yeah, we were all over it, but like that's a Knicks nugget if I ever heard one. Right. Write it down, Nick. What are you doing? Not writing that down. That's good. That's a, it, w- w- that'll be an Eric extra. We still need it for next year. Who's writing this stat down? Eric, that's your stat. I, I got it. I got it. Oh my goodness. That was so like in the, so in the so in the Eagles are the sixth seed next year. Hammer the Eagles, bro. Because Jalen's been hurt. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Bills took on the Dolphins. Bills ended up winning the game 34-31, as Eric said. Thoughts on that game? Uh, Josh Allen was doing the same thing Brett Maurer was doing, testing out different grips. <laughs> I said it like at the like the first drive of the game. I was like, "What? Josh Allen's playing sus, bro. He's going to cost the Bills a fucking Super Bowl bid. Yep. Book it. Josh Allen sus. Um, Mike McDaniel, good coach, yes or yes? Uh, I think so. Yes. He was down 17 points in this game. Oh, and if and if it wasn't for the that fourth and one blunder where they got a delay a game, they might win with Skylar Thompson at quarterback over Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, that's that's the crazy part of this game, bro. Shout out, shout out, Dolphins fans! You got yourself something there, bro. If they could get a running back, I'd be scared of that Miami team, bro. If Tua is on this team, does it change the final score? No. <laughs> that's what I think is the funniest thing ever. You can put Madden, Madden, no picture player as the Dolphins quarterback. You can put Teddy Bridgewater. You can put Tua Tagovailoa. It does not change the fact that the Bills win this game 34-31. No, and that's that's what's so funny. The, what's so <laughs> funny is the reason why you asked that is I looked up the previous score when Tua played the Bills on December 17th. I looked up the previous or something, right? I looked up the previous score and I was like, didn't Tua lose by three? <laughs> yeah, 32-29. 32-29, right, yeah. 
Like, dog, like, I thought the same thing. I was just like, nah, bro. I don't know if Tua actually, I don't know if Tua wins this game. I don't know if Tua changes this game. I don't think he does. Yeah. What was it? What, what were the stats on, on Skylar McDonald's? 18 for 45, 220 and one. That's, that's so bad. And two interceptions. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but look, two is a little bit better than that, but he's not changing the score. They had 20 carries for 42 yards. Like, they didn't lose this game because of the quarterback. They couldn't run the goddamn football, bro. Right. How many how many defensive touchdowns did they get, bro? They got that one from Zach Zyler. Oh, and then it was all what was it? All kicks. Jason Sanders was three for three. So that's nine points plus the two touchdowns plus the Jeff Wilson touchdown. So, yeah, man, I'm just like the Dolphins. I was watching this game and I was like, yo, the Dolphins have not played well. How are they in this game? Josh Allen was testing out different grips. (laughs) Josh Allen out there playing with Nerf footballs, bro. I mean, that was Josh Allen was literally playing. Fuck it. We're going deep. And then wouldn't hold on to the ball when he was running. Like, what do you, that's the most important part when you're running. That's insane. Right. All right, let's wrap up the uh, Jaguars. <laughs> so we, in, in Duval country, uh, took on the Los Angeles Chargers. Duval. They were, they were down 27 to zero, as Eric alluded to. Uh, you know what? This this game perfectly, and, I, and I'll let you guys speak to it after I, I make this point, but this game perfectly sums up these two teams, right? It's which team had a better half of football. <laughs> So annoying because they're not consistent, right? So since they're not consistent, each team had great halves, and it was who had a little bit better half. And what's so funny is the Jaguars got this win, and I still don't think they had the better half. Like that's what's that's what's crazy about this. Cameron Dicker hits that hits that kick. This game, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. What are your thoughts after uh, losing your your AFC South trouncing? At halftime, it looked great. <laughs> Bro, so remember when I was asking you what is a trouncing and I was giving you examples? And in the first half, every example I had presented was there. Every single one. I was like, they got trounced. We might need a word more severe than trounce. Molly walked. And they won the football game. I just, I like, I, I saw, so I told my buddies about this bet, right? And we were watching the game and they were like, yo, your bet's going really well. And I went, nope, I've seen this before. <laughs> when it looks, so- when, 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 it, when it looks in the first half, like you're not going to lose. It's some some shit's gonna happen, especially with the Chargers, bro. Right. <laughs> you bet on the wrong horse when you had Every the Chargers. Every time though, the Chargers like the Chargers were up twenty-seven to nothing at one point, right? Yes. And I was so, like, and I had my head in my hands. My buddies were like, "What are you upset about? The Chargers are gonna blow this. There's no way, bro. No way." I have a fan tweet from the game here that I'm I want to read through. So, of course, he's heartbroken. He goes. He starts in order. Since 2006, 2007, everything he's dealt with. The Marlon McCree game, 2006, 2007. You guys remember that? No. Uh, fourth and five, 
uh, 6.25 left in the first quarter, in the fourth quarter, and they he fucks it up, and they lose to the Patriots. Patriots go on to win the Super Bowl. Um, the nerve, the Norv Turner era, 2007-2012, with Ed Hockley as the whistleblower, uh, calling games against their favor. Uh, the Nate Keating game against oh, the Jets. Yeah, yeah no, that's dumb. Throw that out. <laughs> There uh, are the, there are refs that hate teams, bro. How many how many games? All right, here here's what I need in that. I need him to give me empirical evidence. How many games did Ed Hockley coach in that five year period, or ref in that five year period, and what were the results? Uh, he's just talking about one uh, one where Ed Hockley uh, thought the pass was incomplete and called the play dead, but it wasn't, and they should have won on that play, but they it got called play dead. So it's that one. I guess the whole uh, Norv, Norv Turner era gets summed up by that one massive failure. Uh, then the Nate Cating game against the Jets. Uh, 2011, Phillip Rivers fumbles on a kneel down. <laughs> 2012. Yo, that, that Jets game? Not a lot of people talk about that Jets game. That's a bad beat, bro. Uh, let's, let, let's also talk about before this, even before this, the 2007 Chargers. He didn't even mention 2007. Number Chargers. one in offense. In number defense. one offense. Number one defense. Didn't make <laughs> the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I think he does mention that earlier. Okay, but he has uh, 2012. The Broncos scored 35 points in the second half after the Chargers are up 24-0. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. 2012 again, the fourth and 29 game, uh, where Baltimore's on the 37-yard line, and they completed the a, – they completed it and won the game. They were down 13-10. They completed the fourth and 29. Ended up winning the game. Uh, the 21-point lead to Houston in 2013. I remember that one. The uh, Hello, 2015 uh, Chargers versus Raiders. Um, remember Josh Lambeau kicked the 53-yard field goal with nine minutes left to give him the 2012 lead. And then uh, Ladarius Green. Didn't even – it's a blast from the past. Um, he got the 48-yard touchdown. Um, lead, lead to Saints is under seven minutes. They blew a 34-21 lead to the Saints and said with seven minutes left in the game. Uh, let me see here. He just keeps going, dude. He just keeps going and going. Uh, the coup on ice, uh, fourth and two at the Denver 26-yard line, five seconds left. Uh, they hit the they hit the game the winner the uh, Broncos hit the field goal for the game winner. Um, seven possessions in one game, and they went one in six uh, in a 2018, I guess, playoff game. He doesn't say the oh against the Ravens. They had seven possessions and only scored one time on it. Wait, in the red uh, zone. Or just like the whole game, they only had seven possessions. Seven possessions the whole game. I guess the I the lie. I guess the Ravens ran the ball a lot. They controlled That's the clock. A domination by the Ravens. Yeah, they got fucked if they only had seven possessions. And then the 2019 season, um, they went seven and one in games uh, and one possession games, uh, all to lose in the playoffs again. Yeah, time, time is all Vikings. Taylor by one time. possession. Yeah. Um. He just keeps going, man. There's a list of them. Like now he's talking about Philip Rivers and how he's a bitch, and then, <laughs> and, then, 
And then 2020 was the season. He calls 2020 the se- the season of historic blown leads. Oh, that was Phillip Rivers last season, wasn't it? They were up 24-7 on the Bucks. They were up 24-14 on... Damn, you don't need to get that close to the screen to read he it. Just, he doesn't say which teams they are. He... Apparently he blew up a game against the Saints. He blew a game against the Chart or against the Bucks. He blew a game against the Ravens. They blew a game. Uh, yeah, he just keeps going. And then the epic collapse against Drew Locke. <laughs> I do remember that one. Oh man, dude, Chargers! Uh, the, it's a bad. It's Chargers are down bad, bro. The premature celebration in 2020. The premature. Third. What was that? This wasn't a true bone lead as the Chargers were merely up three points in the second quarter, but they had a chance for a great comeback win. The Chargers got the ball with just under five minutes remaining down five points, but they moved the ball down the field at a glacial pace, including a bizarre stretch after two-minute warning where the Chargers players were tackled inbounds five times in a six-play stretch. Eventually, the Chargers set up a third and goal at the Rangers' four-yard line with just one second remaining, and they did not get the touchdown. They were down 31-26, and they did not get the touchdown to win the game. Um... <laughs> that one's bad. Gotta <laughs> love that one, dude. Six inbound tackles. What is you doing, baby? And then he has to close it off. He has the Brandon Staley era. Staley doesn't read the room. Yeah, no. So Staley, he's probably gonna get fired, bro. Yeah. And that's. <laughs> and after he closes it out with after careful consideration. The wild card, the wild card round, twenty twenty three game is the worst Chargers loss, Charger E, like he says yeah, it, like yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. loss in Chargers history. And then he put, we choked. Twenty two years of playing football, of twenty two years of watching football, and this hurts the most. Yeah, I actually feel real bad for that guy. I I, I want to laugh at him, but like, we joke about the Chargers all the time for a reason, bro. It. They're cursed. Yeah, he was tweeting angry too. If he had all that, like he was just that. That came from just a. That just came from like deep within this man. My guy had a note with each right. loss that <laughs> right. hurt him. No, I, and I, what I'm not showing you is he has the opponent, the score, the final score of the game, the time at which the incident happened, <laughs> uh, who had the who had possession when the incident happened. And then down in distance when the incident happened. My man's was yeah. My man's had a note. My man's yeah. has a video log. Oh my guy's keeping a detailed journal of how the Chargers hurt him, bro. My man so, has a Google Doc with video uh, links. Just His therapist says, said, "Show me where they hurt you," and he says, "Right here, bro." So the one that's the Marlon McCree game. It's opponent New England Patriots score Chargers twenty one, Patriots thirteen. Time six twenty five left in fourth quarter. Possession the Patriots. Down in distance, fourth and five. Tom Brady was intercepted by Chargers safety Marlon McCree, seemingly sealing a Chargers victory, ending a half decade of dominance from three-time Super Bowl champions, only to have the ball punched out by Troy Brown, and it was recovered by pass receiver, receiver Rishi Caldwell. Brady throw a touchdown pass to Caldwell five plays later to make the game 21-19. Then New England made the, the two-point conversion. On their next drive, Patriots kick a field goal, win the game 24-21. you love to see it. <laughs> my guy he has all the details that dude needs to be a chargers reporter bro he's doing better he's doing the lord's work with that thread wow what's this guy's handle uh danny Heif- heifetz 
Yo, shout out at, at Danny Heifetz to all the all the 303 listeners. Go follow this man. Like his thread. Give him a little love. That dude's going through it. My fucking God, that's terrible. Dude, that's, that's why I was having a hard time going through some of these because, like, he really goes into detail, man. He has player quotes, coaching quotes, all kinds of shit. All right, we're 124 in. The 49ers beat the fuck out of the Seahawks. Brock, Port- Brock Purdy looks like a legend. Uh, shout Three, out. 330 and three tutties. And a rushing. Yeah. And a rushing tutty. Let me let me pull up this kid's just overall stats. Let's he might be the most yeah. relevant player in the playoffs right now. So nice. he has he has 253. Oh, wait, no, that's Geno Smith. I was like, wait, what the fuck? So he had 18 for 30, 332, and 3, 11.1 average. So he averaged the first down every time every completion. Uh, 89, 89.5 QBR. And then he had four rushes for 16 yards. That's four yards of carry. And a tutty. Fucking legend, bro. I mean, dude, like, he is he is playing with such house money. He's been comped rooms. He's been comped food. Like, wh- what else could he get? Bro, he probably has Jimmy Garoppolo's house already. Probably. He's like, I know you ain't moved out, but this is mine. (laughs) All right. So that sets up. uh, Take us through the matchups, Eric. Uh, So next week we're going to get New York Giants heading into Philadelphia. Uh, Dallas heading into San Francisco. That's going to be our NFC uh, divisional round. And then for the AFC, we have Jacksonville heading into Kansas City. And Cincinnati heading into Buffalo. Is the... That's not the coin toss, right? That's it's the AFC championship. Now, right? The AFC champ Buffalo and okay. Cincy would be the coin toss. No, Buffalo and Cincy have the same record. It has they don't do a coin toss for that one? I don't think so. It, so everywhere I've seen it says the game's in Buffalo. On DraftKings, on ESPN, everywhere it says it's in Buffalo. Yeah, but I figured they Oh wait, hold on. I figured they coin flipped this already though. Oh no, I guess the Bills have one they're thirteen and three, the Bengals are twelve and four. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. So they just so, yeah, don't have that game on their schedule, on their record. Yeah, yeah, on their record. But the Bills had a better. The if the Bengals won, so I guess the coin flip does happen if the Chiefs play either the Bengals right. or the Bills. Right. Uh, all right. So, uh, Eric, share the DraftKings screen, please, and then let's get into it. Oh, we're just doing one episode? Oh, is that another episode? Today, yeah, that's the next this episode. Was, this was just the reviews? Oh, yeah. Dude, I was like, God damn, dude. We went so long on this, bitch. Oh, that's why. All right. You guys got anything else for the listeners? Nothing for me. All right. Tune in to the next episode to get our divisional round preview. <laughs> I, professional podcasting. I think I have finally woken up. That is like the eighth blunder on this podcast. So uh, if we have nothing else for the listeners, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. We'll be right back.